Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No hey, thanks for being a part of the conversation. We recently spoke with Daniel Jose Older. The first part of our talk is a little distorted, but hang with me because it'll clear up. But it is such an important conversation for creative minds as well as his book. So thank you for being so forgiving right in the very beginning. It was something that we couldn't miss and we couldn't edit out. And I think you'll understand why. Hello and good morning. How are you doing today? Good morning, Errol. I'm doing great. How are you? Ah, just sitting here listening to that voice of yours. See, now I wanted to know what your voice sounded like because you speak so highly of music and I can hear it in your tones. <laughs> Thank you. That's very sweet. <laughs> For you to be that writer that knows how to connect readers to the storyline, what is that like and, and what, what did it require in your journey to get to this moment? Uh, thank you so much, first of all. And yeah, it's been a long journey. Um, I was a paramedic for 10 years in New York City on the ambulance. I was playing music that whole time. And then at some point, I really focused in on writing as where I wanted to throw all of my artistic concentration. That was that was it for me. So I really went into that, uh, just surrounding myself with stories, you know, whether it was books, movies, video games, shows, people on the corner. And, you know, just the world is full of stories. And I really wanted to take them apart and put them back together to see what makes them tick. And that was really my process when I sat down to write my first book. So when, when you say that you to, to put things together and stuff, because I mean, this right here, this is this is the final walk with this saga. Will, will you step back into it and, and find newer layers so you can continue that journey with, with the, those that you've already captured as listeners and readers? No, well, I think I might. I don't know the answer yet. I know this particular story in this moment was really a two-book story, right? And and this is so. This is the Outlaw Saint series. It's about 16-year-old piano prodigy Matteo Matisse. He has to tap into his newfound healing powers when this ancient evil rises in his community, and it comes from the shadowy history of their magical lost island. And he sees the girl that he has a crush on murder someone right in front of his face. <laughs> that story, like that little seed of a story, I knew that was a two-book situation. <laughs> <laughs> so we're finishing that story with Last Canto of the Dead tomorrow. Um, but it's a huge world. And as you can hear from the concept, there's a ton of history there. And I could absolutely see going all the way back in time and, and figuring out how it all came together. We'll, we'll see. see. That's, the reason, that's the reason why I asked that question, because, I mean, it seems like it, you're just barely scratching the surface. Yeah, it's an in-depth story. It's an in-depth, you know, journey for all right. of your readers. But it's, it's like, oh, no, 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 Daniel, this cannot be the last one. And as a reader, I, I'm going to refuse <laughs> to accept it as the last one. <laughs> well, I appreciate that. That's the best kind of reader. <laughs> so when when you do step into the world of folklore, I mean that that's that's continuity. That you you've got to be a well-disciplined researcher to make sure that you stay true to what's going on. That's right. That's right. And and 
this book in particular, the culture of the island that they all come from, which is a, a fantastical imaginary island called San Madrigal in the Caribbean, that is a place that was full of pirates, of mm-hmm. Sephardic Jews, um, of Santeros from Cuba, right? So there's all these cultures mixed in with each other. And, and they, in turn, created new gods and spirits and demons and everything else. And yes, it was a lot, but I had so much fun putting all these ideas together and bringing in all these different monsters and, and spirits and everything else. That it was just like, it, it felt very natural in my head. It came to life. And so it felt very natural to just keep going with it. And that was the process. It was fun. And I totally believe that even today, these spirits and monsters continue. We just can't see them. But if you, if you listen carefully through right. meditation, they're there. They, they're knocking on our hearts. Absolutely. That's it. That's the whole concept of the book right there. To, to go into that realm, do you feel it? I mean, do you do you call to it? How how do you get into that moment where you really bring out the character of of what's going on? Yeah, man, such a good question because I think that's something we all struggle with as writers, right? One thing that I always tell my students, and I know helped me a lot, I always tell people to take one acting class if yes. you want to be a writer. Yeah, and it seems backwards. I mean, you should obviously study writing too, but when you act, when you perform you take on the that persona of that character and you make decisions as that character not in an intellectual way where so, sometimes as writers we get caught up in our head right and we're like oh what would this character do the the quest that's the wrong question like really what we have to be asking ourselves is i am this character what would i do what am i about to do based on this right? that's a totally different question in the way that when when you bring these characters to life that you you have the the power and the energy to carry them beyond the page because i mean that's one of the hardest things for me to do as a writer is that i i can't set a book down when i'm finished with it and just walk away i have to mourn their loss mm, mm, that's so beautiful it's true you know i think that comes from really giving them full fleshed out lives mm-hmm. right so it's not just about the decisions they're making in the moment, like what we were just talking about, that's that's the book, right? That's the story of the book. But for them to really come alive and walk off the page, they have to have histories. They have to have memories. They have to have uh, relationships, communities, and relationships to their own histories. And if we think about it, each of us has that. And, and they come out in different ways. They manifest in different ways. And maybe not all those things, well, certainly not all those things are going to make it to the page. Like, just like with research, you know, they say, like, you research a hundred different books and one of them makes it on the page you know that's how it works but uh knowing that will affect how you write them and who they are and that's what brings them to life for readers part of the fun of writing to me is the editing where i I, i'm such a stream thinker that it's like get it out now go back and piece it all together do you do the same i you know it's a different process for i love that you're a writer this is so great to talk about with another writer it's uh for me every process every book has a different process every project really requires me to like approach it differently so this is uh, outlaw saints a perfect example book one ballad and dagger right which yeah, came out last yep, year yep. i outlined i outlined the outlines of that book i mean i had multiple drafts of the outlines <laughs> like i went all the way in and then it was like the process of writing that was kind of filling in those outlines for for last console of the dead for whatever reason i just had to sit down and let it rip. Yep. I did not know chapter by chapter what was going to happen. They call it gardening, right? And and I just planted the seeds and I and I helped them grow and cultivated them as best I could. And here we are today. So it really depends on the book. You're so right about that about about planting the seeds. I talk about that all the time. Plant the seed, take mm-hmm. care of the soil, let it grow, and then and then share the harvest. 
that's it. That's it. And it's magic, right? It feels like magic. Like, oh, yeah. I, I don't know if you've had that experience. I'm sure you have, where you, you put something in the beginning of the book and you're like, I don't know why this is here. I don't know what it's going to mean. <laughs> and then you're like three quarters of the way through and you're like, oh man, I need that guy. And there he is, like ready to go and jump into action. It's the best feeling, you know? Well, I, I'm, I'm a true believer that we're chosen to write. We're not the actual writers. We just happen to know how to put the ink on the page. But listen, we, we have to step up and the, the the thing I love about books is that they to write them, it means you have to step up and become the writer who's yeah. able to finish them. So yeah. every book you write grows you. Like it makes you a better person and a better writer because you have to figure out that puzzle of what the book is and that's a journey unto itself. Like that's the writer's journey. Wow. Daniel, you gotta come back to this show anytime in the future. The door is always gonna be open for you. Thank you, sir. I would love to. This has been great. You be brilliant today, okay, sir? Thank you, and you too.